0: you have your bible we're going to go to we're going to go to Ezekiel 36 and then we'll go to Ezekiel 6 Hallelujah. We serve an awesome God. Hallelujah. Ezekiel 36 we're going to go verse 1 and then we'll jump to verse 8. The thing is this whole chapter of Ezekiel is really rich. I mean, if you have the time, spend the time to read it. But I'm not going to read the whole chapter. I'm just going to read two verses. To There's a the thought I want to get across that God placed in my heart. And then we'll go to Ezekiel 6. So Ezekiel 36, verse 1. Also, thou son of man, prophesying to the mountains of Israel, and say, ye mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord. Verse 8, prophesying to the mountains of Israel. But ye, O mountains of Israel, Ye shall shoot forth your branches and yield your fruit to my people of Israel, for they are at hand to come. Let's go to Ezekiel 6. This is Ezekiel prophesying to the mountains of Israel. It's very different from Ezekiel 6. Ezekiel 6, verse, we'll go verses 1 through 3. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, set thy face toward the mountains of Israel. And prophesy against them. And say ye mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord God. Thus saith the Lord God to the mountains and to the hills, to the rivers, to the valleys. Behold, I, even I will bring a sword upon you and will destroy your high places. Hallelujah. Bishop, if you don't mind praying. In the name of Jesus, Lord, your presence is manifest here your hand is up on your man servant to deliver the counsel of your will. God, I'm asking that your word would go forth with power, demonstration and manifestation. God, allow this word to fall on good ground and let it produce what you purpose in each and every one of us today. We give you the glory in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We can be seated. So, if you look at Ezekiel 36 and then compare to Ezekiel 6, Ezekiel prophesying to the mountains, and they're giving, there's two different messages. One, he's saying, hey, Ezekiel 36, he goes to the first eight verses, and then when you hit verse 8, he's, okay, hey, the, the, the mountains, they're going to be fruitful. Good, they're they're, they're going to produce something. Good things are going to be happening. When you look at Ezekiel 6, it's because of the wickedness of Israel. He's saying, hey, you know what? Prophesying towards the mountains, we're going to be destroying your high places. We're going to make them waste. It's an interesting comparison. So if you want a little title to the thought that God put in my heart, it's being on the right side of the mountain or being on the correct side of the mountain. With it you being on the correct side of the mountain, you can also be on the wrong side of the mountain. You know, I, I, I paid attention in, in my I guess it's geography where you learn about you know climate and climate cycles and wind currents. When I read this, I thought so I you know it went back to I guess it's in fifth grade when you learn about this. The how a mountain range one side of that mountain range is going to be, there's going to be vegetation, there's going to be things growing because that current from the, that, uh, the air current that's coming off of the oceans, bringing, per, you know, it's, it's going to be, have precipitation, it's going to have some water, there's going to be moisture. So when it hits that side of the mountain, that's when you're going to get some rain, you'll get some water falling in there. And of course, things are going to get, things can grow. But the thing is, once that air current goes over that mountain and hits to the other side, hits the leeward side of the mountain, there's no more moisture. It's all been dumped on the other side. So that air current flows over. And what happens is on that backside of that mountain range, it's dry. It's dead. There's nothing there. You essentially got the desert there. All the moisture has been taken by on that other side. And then I started to think, you know what, this is very similar to our spiritual, or walk with God. I have to be on the right side of the mountain where there's things that are going to fall, where there's moisture, where the Holy Ghost can fall and impact my life, where there can be some growth in some things, where there can be some change in some things, where God can do a work in my life. But I have to be on the side where there's the the glory of God is going to fall. Because if I'm on the wrong side of the mountain, I'm just going to be getting a gust of air. But there's nothing that's going to be there to be able to produce anything. Hallelujah. On the wrong side of the mountain is where you start to get the traditions. On the wrong side of the mountain is where you start to get, you know what? I'm just checking off the box to come to church. I'm not feeling anything. I'm not receiving anything. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, on that, that, the leeward side of the mountain, the side where there's no more moisture, all, you get, all you're getting is that hot air. That's where you get those, that desert climate. All you're getting are really high temperatures when the sun's out and really cold winters. But if you look on that side, nothing's growing. And what does grow is resistant to change. It's resistant to getting impacted by anything else because it's trying to find a way to survive. That's the way it is with my walk with God. If I end up on the wrong side of the mountain, I'm just going to be getting hit with a bunch of hot air. I'll be resistant to change. The things that do grow in my life are going to be things that, you know what, that say I'm just going to protect myself. Hallelujah. But the beauty is I don't got to stay on that side of the mountain. I got to stay on the side where the rivers are going to flow. And if you're in this house uh, and, you've, and you've been listening to the word that's been going forth uh, all these past Wednesdays, these past Sundays, uh, you're in a place uh, where where the water's going to flow, where the Holy Ghost is going to move, uh, where it's not just hot air coming out of the pulpit. It's something that can change your life. It's something that you, are, you can grow in God. Hallelujah. You know, climate affects our behavior. I remember this, you know, the, the day we had that, although that week or whatever, we had the snow and everything went crazy and no one knew how to drive and, and it was just i was i had to work that day <laughs> um, and i remember i it was like 11 12 o'clock at night and I, at the time i was here on I was, I was on the south side i patrolled the south side i enjoyed it but it was interesting and as bishop said they steal your stuff. They steal your stuff on the south side. Um, I remember a call came in at like it was around 12 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. And when you're working, you, there's certain addresses that you see, and you already know what's going to happen. And so you have a, a, a convenience store, and it's at 11, 12 o'clock at night, and I'm like, I, uh, nothing really great is, gonna, should be, is probably going to be going on. And I show up, and it's you know it, it was freezing outside. I no no cars on the road. Um, roads are iced over, and there was two people that were lost. And they were walking, and when I go to go talk to them, I'm like, "Yeah, y'all aren't from the south side." <laughs> One, I start talking to them, and one's from Poland, and the female's from Poland. The other was from. I believe Germany, her her boyfriend, there, and they were, and I was like, hey, what are y'all doing out here? And they're like, Whoa, we got lost. And I'm like, Yeah, I know. You are lost. And like, yeah, we're tourists. We came to visit. I'm like, Yep, I can tell. So I was like, and they're like, we've been out here for six hours and walking because no Ubers are showing up. I'm like, I know. I was like, hey, get in my car. Took them back downtown to the Ritzy Hotel that they were staying at. And I was like, you know, I'm not supposed to be a taxi, but I'm going to get you out of where you were at. And the thing is, I I said it to myself. I didn't say it to them. I was like, you're lucky it's freezing outside. Because since it's freezing outside, no one's out. No one really knew you were there. Because if it was middle of the summer, 12 o'clock at night, they probably would have stole your shoes, your backpack, and everything. I said it to myself. I didn't tell them. But it, it, re- it reinforced in my mind, it's a climate is going to affect our behavior. You know, if you're on the wrong side of the mountain, if you're in that hot, dry climate, or that extreme temperature climate, and I already said this, you're going to be resistant to what comes from the, from the man of God. You're going you're to be resistant to the flow of God, to where God actually wants you to be. You're going to allow attitudes to grow, things to, 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 to basically basically say, you know what, I'm stuck here, I'm not moving, and that's it. I'm, I'm satisfied with where I'm at. But when you're on the windward side of the mountain, the side where rain is falling... The side, the side where moisture is, you're going to see some growth in your life. You're going to see some growth in your walk with God. Hallelujah. You're going to be responding to the word that comes across. You're not going to be resistant to, to correction. You're not going to be resistant to, to, to the move of God. You're going to be willing to spend some time in his presence. You're not going to be willing to say, I'm just here to check the box. I got to get out of the building. When the presence of God is moving, you're not going to just sit there with your arms crossed and say, no, I, I, I'm satisfied with where I'm at. But when you're where the Holy Ghost is falling, it's going to change you. It's going to make you want to grow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, even on the windward side of the mountain where you have rain falling, It doesn't mean everything's going to be perfect. We all go through things. Some of them by our own hand. But we all go through stuff. We all go through things. So sometimes we got to climb the mountain to get a little higher. But I'll tell you what, I'd rather be climbing the mountain on the side where the Holy Ghost has fallen. I would rather be climbing a little higher. What we're on the side where there's some vegetation and there's some growth uh, where there's things that can sustain my life. Uh, hallelujah. Because on the dry side of the mountain, you can keep getting higher and higher, but there's nothing there that's going to support you. There's nothing there you can live off of. Hallelujah. I have to be on the right side of the mountain hallelujah here in ezekiel in ezekiel 36 ezekiel start starting to go through every he he goes through the, the first eight verses and even after, after he starts talking about hey prophes- god said he's prophesying to the mountain saying that they're going to be fruitful and you know what the, the thing i liked was at the very end the the last not, it's not sentence. I'm, I wasn't an English major. So the last stuff after the semicolon in verse 38, I don't know what that part is. My wife's the one that does English for the, my kids' homeschool. Oh, I forgot to honor my wife. So quick note, the last few days she was visiting her sister and that little kid that you had screaming right now, I had to watch him. And I'm like, you know what, hurry up, come home. This kid's about to kill me. So I honor my wife. She's the only reason why that little dude's alive. <sighs> so that, that last part after, uh, in verse 38, this is what I love about that. And they referencing the heathens, shall know that I am the Lord. See, because as we grow in God, and God does the miraculous and all these things in our life, when we're on the, the side of the mountain where there's things flowing, it's not about, to look, look what God did for me. No, it's to say, God, I'm going to give you the glory. God, the miracles you've done. We've already seen it in this place. We've seen miracles in this place. But it's not, yes, we're the recipient of the benefit. But it's to say, God, you've been so good. Let this be an example to the heathen so that they can see where there's something flowing from. That there's life in this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We can all. You can all stand. I gotta be on the right side of the mountain. I gotta be on the, the, on the side of the mountains that in Ezekiel 36, not Ezekiel 6. Hallelujah. Ezekiel 6, it was all, there was all the idolatry and all the high places that Israel had brought in. And that's why he's like, you know what? No, I can't exist there. I, I, I can't live there. So if there's some idols in our life, some things in our life, that's gonna keep us on the dry side of the mountain. That's where we got to say, you know what, I'm going to cut down some places. I'm going to break down some things because I got to live on the right side of that mountain. Hallelujah.